My name is Jessica. I am number three out of Dr. James's 11 children. And I have been raised using herbs and vitamins. I've never had a drug in my life. I have um, gone through my fair share of getting sick and then getting better and then getting sick with something different. So I've experienced a few things as I've been alive. Um, but I love the herbs and vitamins because they aren't controlling. You can have such success and they aren't going to make your body do anything. They're going to heal your body so your body can make the good choices. And I appreciate that. I love that. Um, for those of us who are here live, if you would remember to put your phone on vibrate or a little quiet, that would be nice. If you get a phone call, don't feel bad. If you need to step out and take that, that's just fine. Um, also, Dr. James will often open this up to questions from the group, um, and he'd love to have your questions. If you have a question before he comes around to inviting you, please go ahead and write it down or something. I can even get you some paper and a pen. Go ahead and write it down and wait for the moment that he invites you to do that. He does have a few things that he wants to get through tonight. He's going to be touching on a number of subjects, uh, perhaps including, uh, definitely including stress. Uh, sometimes he touches on ADD. Sometimes we touch on weight. There are a lot of things. I know that a lot of you are interested in stress tonight. Now, um, we, again, for those online, if he does any handouts here, we will make them available to you online, those of you who are out of state. Um, I think I'm just going to get right to the point. We're going to invite Dr. James up here and let him use this hour. Let's go ahead and make some noise for him. <laughs> well, that was pitiful. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about stress and the effect on the body and how to deal with it. Um, my name is Dr. Michael James. I think most of you know me, so I'm not even going to mess with who I am or where I came from. We'll just leave it to be, uh, for those people online, I've been in clinical work since 1980. Uh, I'm an alternative health care doctor. I don't use poisonous drugs or a slice and dice. Um, now, if you break an arm, go have it set, but don't come to me. But we're going to talk about stress. I'm going to show you some, some actual, if you will, proof or evidence of what stress actually does in the body. Now, Let's go through a, a few things. You won't, might want to write this down. <clears throat> Today, you, everybody talks about, oh, you need to reduce your stress. You need, oh, you, you have this problem because you're stressed. Oh, it, it's, it's all about stress. Well, stress is life, okay? There is, there's positive stress and there's negative stress. I mean, uh, if you're uh, engaged and you're going to get married... That's a very stressful time. It's not terrible unless you made the wrong decision, but it's, it's stressful. It, it is just as stressful and taxing on the body as answering the phone when it calls and you've got bill collectors coming out the, the seams. Okay, So it doesn't necessarily have to be bad stress. And people need to realize is if they are in a job that requires a lot of emotion, a lot of intensity, a lot of, of activity, that's stressful. When a lot of times people think, well, I'm, in a, I'm not in a stressful job. I enjoy what I do. Well, what do you do? Well, I'm the manager of, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. When in reality, they enjoy what they do, but it's still stressful. Okay? So you might want to write these things down is there are some things we may not touch on today. We may. Exercise helps reduce stress. Okay? A basically a change of activity. Now, I'm not saying go out there and pump the weights and, unless you enjoy doing that. But simply 
taking a walk makes a difference in stress. Okay? All day long, you've been doing this. You've been coming. You've been going. You, you, you know, you got to get this deadline done. You got to. You got to, got to, got to, got to. And it's boom, 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 boom. If it was like a drum, your pace is thump, 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 thump. Just merely taking a walk changes the rhythm of your body. Instead of thump, 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 it's thump, thump, thump. Do you understand? Generally, to relieve a significant amount of stress with walking takes at least 30 minutes or more. And it's not the distance. It's not the pace. It's the time. Because your body has, is going thump, 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 because you've been working. Even if you enjoy your work, just walking, taking the wife or the kids or the dog or whatever, and just walking. It doesn't have to be a, a four-minute hour, a four-mile hour. That's pretty quick. But it needs to be enjoyable. Get out. Look at things. Wow, look, look at all the green stuff we got growing. I haven't seen it this green in a long time. We've got so much rain. So breathe and, and, and try to, to slow down. Because just that one little tool will make a difference. And, and walking becomes addictive. After a while, it's like, now nah, forget you, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> you know, because it changes your rhythm. Most people go to bed when they're just thump, 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 thump. They're, they're just coming and going, and okay, now I've got to calm down and go to sleep. And they can't figure out why they can't. Oh, I'm not asleep. Oh, I'm not asleep. Oh, and they keep looking at the clock. I'm not asleep. That's because. We have not calmed our body down. We've not allowed it to change cadence. Okay? Very important. Also, sometimes a routine, a ritual. I'm going to make my herb tea, or I'm going to pop my toast into the toaster. I'm going to do some popcorn. A routine, uh, uh, a... Not more, more than a routine, a ritual of, of getting ready to go to sleep. Sometimes that's important for people. They're just thumpity-bang, thumpity-bang. Okay? That's very important. And then another important thing is that the mind and the body, the mind and the body are opposite. When you're using your mind, your body is at rest. When you're using your body, your mind's at rest. Okay? So if you have a very stressful uh, time, your body, I mean a, a mental time, you're thinking, you're, you're, your body has rested. So if you want to relax your mind, you turn on your body. How do you turn on your body? Go walk. Do some exercise. That's the reason it works so well. Okay? Because when your body's working, your mind's at rest. When your mind's at rest, your body is working. Okay, now a lot of times my dad would say, pay attention to what you're doing. Well, I was working. How can I pay attention? My brain shut off. <laughs> and now I've been able to justify it in, in reality, a physiology, physiologic uh, reality is when I'm working, I can't pay attention. My brain's off. Okay, so think about that. There's many times where you've been just so mentally challenged by you know, I've got a deadline, or I've got to figure this problem out. And then where, when do the answers come? When you shut your stinking brain off, and it collates everything. 
collates it all and then organizes it. And then when you're rested, boom, it gives it to you when you're doing some, some other activity. That's not by chance. That's not by chance. <coughs> in fact, unfortunately, inspiration speaks to us about 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it, it, it really, truly does. Okay? You've been working on a problem or you've been trying to solve a problem, and then, boom, you wake up with the absolute magnificent plan, and then you thought, this is so awesome, so awesome, I'm not going to forget it. What happens when you wake up again? I had the answer to the problem. What was that? Well, I was afraid to write it because I have such a hard time sleeping. I was afraid that if I got up, it would wake me up. Well, I can promise you from personal experience, and, and many patients that do this also, so when you wake up with an epiphany, that's what it is, an epiphany, you know, the, the experience you have before waking and really asleep, and you think, you know, I have a trouble going to sleep. I, I, I'm going to remember this. No, get up, write it down, keep a pencil and a piece of paper by your bedside, write that idea down. And then I can guarantee you, if you haven't had good sleep before, the rest of the sleep from 5 o'clock to 6 is going to be much better. Much better. Don't think, oh, no, I, I won't forget it. And, oh, no, I'm afraid if I wake up, I won't ever be able to go back to sleep. The quality of sleep is significantly different after that epiphany. Because your mind is not collating and sorting and all that kind of stuff. Okay? So that's really important. Now I want to talk about something that most everybody else wouldn't talk about. But you know, I'm not afraid. Okay? I want to tell you that in America today, we have no whole grain, whole complete grain in our dietary, unless you go out to get it. Now all my contemporaries, naturopaths, will say, why do you talk about whole grain being good? Don't you know that it has enzyme blockers? Don't you know that it, it is undigestible? Don't you know that, that gluten intolerance is on the rise? Yeah, I know that. But I'm going to tell you why. Okay? When I say whole grain, whole grain, and this is, deals with stress, I'm not talking about going to the grocery store and picking up a loaf of bread that says whole wheat bread. That's not what I'm saying. Because that whole wheat bread, according to marketing, is made out of wheat, but it's not the whole wheat. It's not barley or rye or sawdust. It's made from wheat. Okay? Whole, complete grain requires the germ. Germ is brain food. Germ is, is uh, reproductive health. Germ is a tremendous amount of vitamin E and other things like that. The germ of the grain is where most of the nutrients lie. In fact, they make vitamin E from wheat germ. Why are the, uh, is the uh, uh, grain industry okay with false information? Buy whole grain bread, it's better for you, knowing that it has no germ in it. It's because they want to sell this to the E industry and make more money out of this. Same reason the, that the milk industry touts 2%. They want the butter fat for cheese and cottage cheese and yogurt and butter. Okay? That's what it's about because you're going to make more money off of those products. 
the grain industry, doesn't say, hey, wait a minute. We don't want to take the nutritional content from, from our product. And then right next to the, right underneath the bran, right underneath the, the brown part of the grain, lie the vitamins and minerals that are in the grain. And when they take that off, because of the milling process, it disappears. This contains 17 plus vitamins and minerals. 17. Okay? Now, I know <laughs> I'm giving Jim a hard time by moving around so much, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, I know that uh, it was touted in my generation, you know, the Wonder Bread generation. You know, my wife's a, a connoisseur of collecting cookbooks. That's just what she likes to do. She, the older, the better. In fact, she says nothing's good past the 1800s <laughs> because it's been, it's been bastardized because the role of mother has been such a, uh, a down... Oh, I'm a mother. Oh, only a mother? <laughs> only a mother? Oh, my goodness. So cooking and that kind of stuff has been devaluated. So they try to make it easier. It's not easy to cook a good, healthy food. It's just not easy. If it's easy, it's no good. Okay, so fortified flowers, that cookbook that, we're, uh, that I was alluding to, said that, oh, you don't have to worry about getting your children to eat whole grain anymore, as if it was a problem. We have fortified flowers. Well, a fortified flower is a flower that has lost its, its bran, its germ, and 17 vitamins. And they fortify it by adding, by adding three. Now to me, that's what, 14 my, mi- missing? So how do you know you're buying real Unless you ground it yourself, or you know the reputation of who you bought it from, you can't. There's some clues, though. There's some clues. If... If, now, there's different wheats. You need to understand there's different kinds of grains. And let's just talk about wheat. If it's hard red winter wheat, it's going to be dry and, and hard to cook with. Okay, It's going to have more fiber, but sometimes you need that. But if you have a white winter wheat, it's still whole grain, but it is more light. It still has the vitamins, still has the minerals. Okay. Now, if it is, you go to the grocery store and it says whole wheat... You don't necessarily know whether it's been altered. If it says brominated, then they put a, they, they put, uh, a chemical in it to keep the bugs from eating it. Okay? Now, there are some reputable flowers that have been ground and not messed with. However, when you grind, this, this seed was designed to last. Once you crack it like steel-cut oats... Okay, which is still good, but not as good as it could be, the germ begins to deteriorate and become rancid and becomes less desirable. Okay? Uh, wheat, I mean, uh, rice, uh, has a tremendous amount of oil in it, and it goes rancid fairly quickly. A little key you might want to write down, how do you revitalize rancid wheat or rancid grain? Is you toast it, you warm it up, you heat it up. And make and brown it. Okay, I was talking with Veronica just this morning about steel cut oats. We've had people say, "Oh, I just can't stand oatmeal," and then Veronica feeds them. 
And they go, oh my goodness, this is, this is great. What did you do? I cooked it, is generally her answer. Well, what do you mean? I cooked it. I cooked it longer than the package says because to cook still cut oats and I can get the package, I think, Jessica, are you hearing me? I need you to grab the still cut oats out of the cupboard. I think it says just a few minutes, three minutes or something like that. She cooks it 15 or 20 minutes. She cooks the grain. When you're making flowers, some gravies just taste you know, kind of chalky. It's because the grain, the flour, was never cooked. You always brown your flour. How many minutes does that say? Uh, I've never cooked anything that very micro. Oh, my, my goodness. Cook steel cut oats five minutes. Now, it can be eaten because it's no longer crunchy, but it's not prepared to be consumed and digested as well. Uh, I think Veronica, I call her mom. <laughs> I think Veronica cooks it at least 15, maybe 20 minutes. Okay? If it still has water in it, it's not cooked. So, kind of got off the track there. But most people don't eat whole grain. There's nothing wrong with eating oats, the grain oats. Tastes just like oatmeal. It takes a little longer to cook, but good quality grain is cooked longer anyways. And, And it's wonderful. It's just absolutely wonderful, whole grain. And the reason we're talking about this with stress is that these are generally the B-complex. And B-complex is necessary for our active lives. You add B-complex, inferior or superior uh, herbal or, or nutrient, Uh, complex, you'll feel significantly better. You'll be able to perform under stress, whether it's good or bad. You'll be able to recover better, whether good or bad. What are the signs of of a B-complex? It's everything that you read down the symptoms of stress, and it's B-complex. B's and C's. A's, B's, and C's are burned up during stress. Are there any questions about what I've covered so far? So should we take one multivitamin that's pharmaceutical grade or take several different ones? I would never take anything pharmaceutical grade. How do you know what's good and what's not good? Good, very, very good question. Generally, it's where you buy it. If you buy it from a pharmaceutical company, it is not generally food grade. It's an isolate. And unfortunately, both... Your stomach's real strong today. Jessica, turn the air conditioner back on. Shuts down at 6.30, 5.30. Okay, the, the source of B-complex is generally manure. And it's cow, generally. Now, they don't publicize that much. Now, now you think about it. The chickens pick through the manure in the cows and it gets the grain and stuff that wasn't digested. Well, I guess some scientists decided, well, let's test it and see what's in there. And they found out there was a tremendous amount of B-complex. Well, where'd the cow get the B-complex? From the food it was eating. It was a vegetarian, okay? There's a tremendous amount of B-complex in manure. And most, I'd say 95% of all B-complex manure is the source. 
Now, that's really tough. I am in the process of redoing my vitamins. Everybody wants to know where AM vitamins are. I can't tolerate that source being there. Sometimes I can get them to tell, them, tell me the source, and other times they won't. So I decided I'm just stepping away from that. I'm stepping away from that. Acidophilus, you still have a strong stomach. Acidophilus is generally used by the immune system. Now they've got the probiotic. Is generally cadaver is the source. Now, I'm not here to gross you out. This is some of the stuff I threw out of my book <coughs> because I think that people need to understand at the proper time. The best way to, to reestablish good, friendly flora is Hippocrates tea. Okay, if you want a copy of that, grab, uh, grab it at, uh, at the way going out. And uh, download would be health and weight loss clinic slash downloads. Is that where it is, Jim? If it's not, we'll put it there. Okay. Whole, complete grain. Whole, complete grain is important for stress management in our life. It has some side effects that you need to be concerned about. Okay? If you eat whole, complete grain, you will no longer be constipated. And if you run off, you'll no longer be run off. So you need to indicate those things if you're concerned about eating whole grain. You won't be constipated. You won't be run off. You'll just be about perfect. Okay? Are there any other questions about where we've gotten so far? Okay. How would you like to see... <laughs> You're cute, honey. Nobody, the camera would never see you coming and going. <laughs> She's down on her knees. Okay. How would you like to see stress in dry blood? You want to see the effect? I'm going to project it up here. Okay. Uh, so you'll have to bear with me. I'm going to find some slides that I think will, will show that. Now, I'm going to project with a camera what I'm looking at up here. It always helps to plug in. Go get a green cord for me, sweetie. I thought I had this uh, idiot proof, but then I sit down. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Nope. I'm missing two inches. Okay. What we will see is the effect of the lack of B-complex first. Okay? The lack of B-complex. Then I'm hoping to be able to show you the lack of vitamin C and ultimately what happens if this is prolonged. Thank you, Jessica. Now, this is an individual that I just grabbed a scope, uh, grabbed a, their slide. We don't know who it is, do we? So that would be revealing patient confidentiality. So, oh, make up your mind. Okay. What we're looking at in the center is that focused. 
That's not too bad. Okay. Now I'm going to make it a little darker so you can see what I'm talking about, and then we'll come back. You see the little white, you see the little white dots everywhere? <clears throat> That's system stress. And generally, system stress is the result of B-complex being deficient. It doesn't mean that you have a stressful life. It means you don't have enough B-complex that comes from whole grain. You don't have enough B-complex in your diet to tolerate what you're doing, whether you enjoy what you're doing or whether you don't enjoy what you're doing. Okay, let's get it back down to where it's a little, a little less... Now, with this individual, unfortunately, uh, there's also another tale of not enough B-complex and or I really truly believe there's a difference between bran off of a, a, a germ, off of a, off of a uh, seed versus wheat bran you buy from a grocery store or psyllium seed or whatever because we've got the B-complex here. You see the dark haze in the middle? Kinda. You see that dark haze? That indicates bowel toxicity. And bowel toxicity is a result of not having complete grain in your diet. Complete whole grain. How do you eat complete whole grain? That's a mystery to most people because we've lost the art and the recipes to be able to do that. Now, if you the optimum to be able to have good whole grain in your body, let's say you want to make some bread or some muffins, just grind it. Make it as soon as you can because then the germs and the vitamins aren't deteriorated. Okay? So the darkness there. Also, incidentally, within, and this doesn't have to do with stress, there's a real large inflammation in the center. This individual, this individual actually had a, um, a growth in the abdomen region that was very large. Is the individual still alive? This was today. Just happened to be on the scope, so I'm going through that. Do you understand? This was today. Okay, then also as we go to the outside, this one doesn't show it. We are looking at a drop of blood on a slide. Okay, good question though. Let's see what else is, shows stress in this <coughs> individual. Now, because there's been a, a, a deficiency for a long period of time, the body begins to develop what are called inflammations. Now, this individual genetically is quite a strong, healthy... What's with this camera? Maybe I've dropped it too many times. Now, healthy blood on the slide should be black with, should be red with black lines through it. It's kind of hard to focus. I need to be about a foot higher. Okay, so that's red with black lines through it. Still a little dark. A little better. Okay, so that that looks fairly healthy. We still have the center of the blood down here, and see we, we have that dark, kind of a little darker, that's bowel toxicity. But as we go to the outs, outside of this drop of blood, 
we see the inflammations that are quite obvious. There, that's better. Okay. Now, stress in the body that's not dealt with nutritionally begins to develop inflammations. These inflammations are basically spots where there's no blood, okay? Because it didn't, couldn't adhere healthy to itself. You see these little crystals in the inside? This individual has quite a bit of arthritis and, root and aches and pains in their muscles, okay? I believe from nutritional deficiencies. And because there was a tremendous amount of stress, I believe that some of the major nutrients lacking are B-complex, acids and oils, wheat and the germs from grain. And you see how this is red here and pink here? Blood loses its color, nutritional color also, then it begins to be inflammations. Okay? Are there any questions about that? Or is that pretty clear? Okay. So seeing the stress, seeing the stress on a scope is is pretty cool. But what I'm what I want you to understand is arthritis, aches, pains, poor health conditions is a result of nutritional deficiencies. There's two reasons, two reasons why people get sick. They either don't have proper vitamins and minerals in their, in their intake, okay? There could be some absorption problems involved in that. Or there's a toxic, there's a toxic uh, condition in the body. We... We have, a lot of people say, well, I eat well, I, I rest well, I do all the right things, but I, I'm still having problems. Uh, we need to realize that, we need to realize that we are the sum total of what we take in and also what we don't get rid of. Three to eight billion cells are replaced every day. Three to eight billion. Sales. Now that in itself, now the body has the ability to reprocess some of these nutrients uh, of the cell. So we don't have to get rid of all of them. But if we had to get rid of half of them or a tenth of them, that's still a heck of a lot of normal metabolic processing of toxins. And then we have, we have other things called um, toxic conditions from our food. It used to be our food was not toxic. Our food today is toxic. One of the side effects of food additives, colors, and what we call excitotoxin. Who's never heard of the word excitotoxin? Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about what excitotoxins are. Excitotoxins are a nerve stimuli, a nerve stimulant. In order to stimulate a nerve, there must be a, an articulating surface, like a key, that turns that nerve off. Do you understand? Okay. Because you don't want, if every nerve in your body was on, you'd be a mess. Okay? <laughs> so you don't want them to turn, but excitotoxins mimic a lot of these keys. Now, one of the excitotoxins that pretty much everybody is aware of is MSG, monosodium glutamate. Okay? It, 
unfortunately, in its manufactured state, which would be alike to a pharmaceutical vitamin, okay, it overstimulates the nerve and then the nerve dies because it's been so overstimulated. Now, I used to think that when my mom would wake me up to, to get up and go to school, I thought I was going to die. So I understand how these nerves are, but they really get overstimulated. And then they die. Then we've got neurological problems and illnesses like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and all the neurological problems that come from overstimulation of nerves. So excitotoxins are terribly important to eliminate from your diet if you're going to have the, the full basic regime to deal with stress. How do you know whether you uh, have excitotoxins? In that same place, healthweightlossclinic.com slash downloads, there will also be a link for excitotoxins because they need to be eliminated to deal with stress. So what do we do when we're, we're, we're stressed and we don't have time and we don't, you know, we're, we're coming, we're going, we're, we're doing all of our deal and we're really loving it? And we don't have time to eat. We, we reach for excitotoxins, a bag of chips and a Coke or, or whatever. The foods that we abuse ourselves with be, and justify it by saying, well, I don't have time to eat, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab this. and, and oh, oh, no, I'm going to stop for my five minutes. I'm going to go through this Chinese buffet. Even if the, now I'm not slamming Chinese food, but I am slamming what they add to it many times. Even if, this, even if the restaurant says, We don't add MSG. It doesn't mean it's not there. It just means the cook didn't add it. Okay? They opened the can, and they shook it out, and they warmed it up, and it's loaded. Let me give you some symptoms. Let me give you some symptoms of MSG use. And you know they can also be applied to, I'm under stress. (laughs) Okay? They could be the same thing. Oh, we got a drawing. Well, I won't give you the symptoms. We got a drawing here. Okay. Come over here, Jessica. Now, those that registered online, your name's in here. Let me know, and I registered you. Oh, okay. So everybody's in. Diana. Diana. She gets it. Who's Diana? Oh, Diana. I know her by another name. It's her last name. Uh, you got $10. What was it? Oh, cool. That's a good idea. Let me shut this scope off. Okay, what was I going to give you? Oh, symptoms of cytotoxin use. And it can also, a lot of times, people that are under stress think, oh, this, is, this symptom is because I'm so stressed. I'm telling you, it's not. Okay? When you eat a meal and you are tired afterwards... You eat the meal, and in 30 minutes, you're just like falling asleep. You just can hardly, you know, stay awake. I need a nap. Oh, my goodness. I just ate. I need a nap. Oh, that's stupid. I mean, I've eaten, I've eaten food that ought to be energetic. It's full of calories, which means energy, means life, means activity, and then you're tired. It's excitotoxin use. Something in that meal, that very meal that you consumed had excitotoxins in it. So think about it. What, what was it? Okay? So not 
having energy. Okay? The next one is <clears throat> having the munchies. After you eat, about an hour or so, you're ready to eat again. And you think, wow, man, I, maybe, I, maybe I'm just working so hard. I'm just I'm starving. I'm shaking. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm just ready for eat. You know, a, a hypoglycemic moment. You know what Dr. Pepper, when I was a kid, his logo was? Oh, come on. Somebody's that my age here. Do you know what the logo was for Dr. Pepper? It was a clock. It was a clock. You don't remember that? Oh, come on. I'm not that old. Twelve. And ten. Ten was highlighted. Two was highlighted. And four was highlighted. It was a different color. Meaning, his answer for Dr. Pepper was, you drink it at ten, two, and four, because that's when, that's when you, your blood sugar generally wanes. Well, you need to be thinking about eating at four. You need to be thinking about having a snack. You need to think about doing lunch. No, he wanted you to suck it down Dr. Pepper. Okay, but he was right about one thing. Maybe a few others, but he was right about 10, 2, and 4. So if you eat a fairly decent meal and you're, you're fooled, filled up and then you're just, like, you're just like hungry again, it's not because you didn't eat well. It, it meant that you ate excitotoxins in that meal. So you tr- attribute it to, to stress. And then times when you're sitting and you're, you're, you're at a meeting or doing something that's really important, then all of a sudden your brain just shuts off click. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, and? And you have to force yourself to concentrate. Oh, my goodness. And you think, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm, I'm under more stress. I don't want anybody to know it. Yeah, your eyes glazed over <laughs> and your head bobbed a few times. And they think, am I boring you? <laughs> but that is a symptom of excitotoxin use. Okay. Are there any questions about this and how it ties into ties into stress? Okay. You you breathe. You suck air. What do you got? What are the excitotoxins? What are excitotoxins? What other excitotoxins should we look for? Generally, it is our names that they hide those excitotoxins in, and I have that list. You can get it on the way out. Things like. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, autolyzed yeast. All corn oil in America has excitotoxins. Uh, really? Yes, all corn, unless the corn oil says organic. Corn oil, all are processed with excitotoxins. Since my wife and I picked three of your classes now, starting in a while, seminars, at least I am a lot healthier and I have more energy. I don't really have that much more energy, but it's more stable and I don't. Yeah, it's like I'm done. <laughs> so really, it's what you're teaching is, is valuable and real. But there's so much to this. I think you just have to take classes that's a refresher every once or twice a year. And that's why this this building is in existence. This is a doctor's office, and there's a big, huge lecture area. That's what this is for. I do free classes regularly, regularly, at least a couple of months here, at least. Two 
a couple of months in Farmington and a couple in Cedarcrest. I try to be convenient. Watch our schedule on the internet. Come whenever you uh, uh, when, and yeah and and the thing about it is if you're going to attend, indicate you are because if if I got a big zero, I'm not showing up. You might, but I'm not showing. If nobody's signed up, I'm not going to be here. Okay. Any questions about excitotoxins? Now, let me give you a few. Finish your question. The word natural flavors is poisonous. I, I, because I've already grossed you out. I'm not going to tell you what excited, natural flavors are, but I want you to know they're natural. Now, B-complex source is natural too. Okay? So natural flavors is something you need to stay away from because they add excitotoxins. Then if they... What do you got there, sweetie? A quick description on Oh, wonderful. Yes, it's on... Well, just go ahead and read it, the definition. I'm yes. going to stand close to oh, your microphone. Okay. An excitotoxin, any of a group of neurologically active compounds, including glutamate and aspartame, that in high concentrations have detrimental excitatory effects on the central nervous system and may cause injury and or death to nerve cells. Injury and or death to nerve cells. Now, I don't want anybody listening to this or here in the audience feel like it's hopeless. It's not. It's not. But as... This young man pointed out, it's important to refresh your information. Here's the information. I want to free people from these things because they are health-destroying. Just like you mentioned, you feel significantly better just by implementing a few of the things that I've said. Okay? Another thing is that if the label, excitotoxin is what made my hair stand on end. Uh, if the label says seasonings or spices, they're hiding something. It's not that they have a special ingredient that they don't want you to know, except that ingredient that says monosodium glutamate. That's why they said seasonings or spices. Now, we all know that there's labels that say oregano and paprika and ginger and thyme. That's fine. But if they just say the word excito, I mean, uh, uh, well, it is excitotoxins, seasonings or spices. I will, there is a very large chain of chicken shacks that had a special ingredient years ago. My special ingredient. And this guy would talk about uh, his special ingredient. You know what it was? Monosodium glutamate. Oh, absolutely. Even their taters. Yes, because they, shake those, they t- shake those green beans out of a can, and they taste like canned green beans, but put a little bit of MSG on there, and poof! People will eat it, and they go, wow, i gotta have some, I got to have some, uh, tr- uh, uh, some chicken shack stuff down the road. Okay? My daughter's a PhD chemist, and I asked her about some of this, and she said there are receptors in your tongue that are very sensitive to what MSG does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's cooling your... And, and, and it's, also, it's also so bad that you can't eat one Lay's potato chip. You know, you say, I did it, I did it. And then 20 minutes later, you're back in the bag and you go, I ate the half of the bag and didn't know it. I think it shuts your brain off too. Yes, you were going to say something else? A good adjunct, maybe another lecture, would be on the psychological side. And I've learned a lot over the past five years from 
And Dixon is saying, no, that's a problem I've always had. I can't do that anymore. I mean, because Dixon is saying, yes, I'll do that. Here, no problem. Now I can say, you want that win? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen today. And that helps me a lot. It's a lot of little things, but that could be a whole other level. Well, that's a good point, and that's called segmenting. A very important, very useful tool is segmenting. You could think, okay, well, I'm go- I know between time I get up in the morning until lunch, I'm generally pretty good. So I'm going to segment to lunch. I'm going to be pretty good, and I expect to be pretty good, and, and or whatever. You're, even if you're trying to break a habit of, of smoking or something like, I'm going to be good. I'm not going to and eat excitotoxins until twelve, and then at twelve you say, okay, I, I'm pretty good until my three o'clock or my two o'clock panic. But I'm going to be good, you know, segmenting that. That's very helpful. Okay, I want to move on to something else. Unless you have some more questions about MSG and excitotoxins. We have a cell. Now, of course, they don't look like that unless you're a square. Okay? In a cell, there's various things in a cell. But we're going to talk about uh, salt. This is very important for people that are under stress. Salt is in the cell. Okay? We get edema. We get urinary tract problems. We get... Uh, we get our heart begins to not function like it ought to function, higher blood pressures, higher pulses, a, a plethora of problems with consuming or having too much salt in the tissue. The, the doctors, the MD's answer is don't use salt. Limit your intake. I'm going to tell you where that came from. There was a man, his, his name was Dahl. And he did a test proving conclusively that salt raised blood pressure. He did that in 1970. Rats, it might have been mice, but uh, uh, I'm going to use rats because I got it up there. Rats, he gave rats the equivalent, the equivalent of one pound of salt a day to accomplish the proof that salt raised blood pressure. Okay? Now, today, you have people that if you say, ah, use salt liberally, their blood pressure will stay up. In fact, it might even go up. Let me explain to you why. You want me to explain it to you? You're here, so I figure you want me to explain it to you. There is called a sodium-potassium pump. Okay. Potassium. Not much difference between the purple and the red, but we're going to have to pretend. Okay. In order to get salt out of the tissues, that's what we need to do. Get salt out of the tissues. Okay? You increase your potassium. Instead of them saying, don't use salt, they're saying, eat more potassium. That would be more effective. You can't get salt out of, the, out of the cell effectively without using the potassium sodium pump. And it, it's complex. But what happens is potassium goes across the cell wall, stays, and pushes, pushes out salt, sodium. It goes into the circulation of the lymphatic. But the interesting thing is that three molecules... 
of sodium are replaced by 2 potassium. That's the ratio. Okay? So the sodium-potassium pump desalts the cell. Now, edema, yes, edema is, is sodium trapped in the cell. It's, more, it's easier for the body to get rid of fluid if you add the potassium. In stress, in stress, we reduce the blood pressure, we reduce uh, the uh, circulatory stress when we add potassium. It's sodium is not the culprit. It's the lack of potassium. The RDA on potassium is... Uh, Forty-five hundred milligrams per day. Why can you only get potassium and ninety-nine milligrams in the health food store? Ninety-nine milligrams—that's that's the highest you can get. You you go get a potassium; it's ninety-nine milligrams. Why? Well, they they had this regulation to give the pharmaceutical potassium, which was seven hundred milligrams, the lion's share of the market, and Potassium, because potassium was so easy to get, it's a very easy source. They thought, well, we'll, we'll restrict the, the supplement industry to only 99 milligrams so that slow K and other things like that with 700 milligrams would have the lion's share of the market. Do you understand? Where are most of the potassiums? Fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. There are people that produce. Now, I've looked at the regulations on potassium. I've not seen this 99 milligrams. I think it's expired. There are some people that put out 350 milligram potassium. Okay? So the idea is to raise the potassium, and you deal with stretch stress much better. Okay? Any questions about this? Supplement. Now, let me tell you something else that's going in the in the cell. We've got the uh, we've got the uh, cell has all kinds of different uh, parts in it, but there's a there's an energy. The energy of the cell is uh, the energy the body's produced cellularly in the cells, and it's produced by ATP. If you take, decrease the sodium content of the cell, add the potassium ATP and the mitochondria work better. So you're giving, you, you're changing the sodium-potassium ratio in the cell. The cell is what the, the unit that produces energy. So that in itself makes a tremendous difference. ATP is inside the cell? Or is it no, well, it's produced, it, <coughs> ATP, ATP is produced by the cell. It's, well, uh, yeah, and it's done in the mitochondria. However, the more, the more mitochondria that are in the cell, the more energy you can ultimately have. There is one form of exercise that I know produces more mitochondria, and that's rebounding. Uh-huh. Produces more mitochondria. So let's recap, unless you want to talk a little bit about the cell. It's a big, long chemical name. I can get it for you. No, I 
You know, it's like MS, MSG or, I mean, MSG, monosodium glutamate. It's like uh, um, MSM. That's a big, long sulfur, okay? So it's an abbreviation of a chemical. So let's, let's recap, okay? Stress in the body. The body can't tell nutritionally whether it's good stress or bad stress, whether you're just thumping and banging and coming and going and you enjoy it, or whether or not you're tired of answering the bill collectors and you're about ready to blow your brains out. The body can't tell the difference. It's the same thing. It burns up the same nutrients. Okay? We showed an example on, of dry blood, how it affects the blood. Well, you affect the blood, you, you affect the, the detoxification and the, and the nutritional content of the body if you, de, if you change the blood. Okay? Exercise. People that really have a high pace, moving, shaking, coming and going life, Yes, rebounding is wonderful. However, getting out and breathing and walking the dog, maybe taking your companion and, and breathing and slowing down is very, very effective with stress. Okay? Uh, when your mind's working, when your mind's working, your body's generally at rest. It's more relaxed. When your body's working, your mind is relaxed. Take advantage of those epiphanies that happen early in the morning. Don't worry about your rest. Your rest will be better when you get that out of the, the process of collating and sorting and things like that. You've, you work all day long or weeks or months to try to solve a problem, and your mind gives you the answer to the problem, and you sleep through it because you're afraid you won't have enough rest because you've been worrying about all that stuff. Your mind's giving you the stress. Be, be brave. Write that down. Then you'll go back to sleep much faster. Whole complete, whole complete grain is my belief that it's the best approach to stress. You eat a good bowl of whole grain in the morning, you're going to have to think about eating lunch. That's just the reality of it because it feeds and stays with you. But it needs to be complete, a good source with the germ and all that kind of stuff. Not this little package you rip open and pour in water and stir up. Yeah. Okay, fortified grains. I mean, fortified flours uh, uh, of grains. You're missing 14 in, important B complex vitamins and minerals. We've got toxins in the system that we have to get rid of. Three to eight billion cells die a day. We've got to process that, plus all the garbage that we get from our food and our environment. Don't believe that your body is a, a hard surface that you can put poison on the outside and it not be able to go into you. We can test your liver for vitamin C. Wipe vitamin C powder on your skin, and within 20 minutes, it's in your liver. We can check your level of aluminum in water. Put it in an aluminum pan, cup, on the cupboard at room temperature, and within 20 minutes, there's significant aluminum in the water. So don't believe that what's on you, you can wash off. A tremendous amount of heavy metals that are very difficult for the body to deal with because they're inorganic is absorbed through solvents and different things like that. I can remember when I was a kid, you'd wash your hands with gasoline after you're done working on your car. 
Don't do that kind of stuff. Dental metals are a, a challenge also, but I'd clean the body up from those heavy metals first. They do influence the nervous system. They're an irritant to the nervous system. Monosodium glutamate can overstimulate and give you, this, give you the feeling of, I'm just wore out. I just can't seem to, I just can't get on top of it. My mind's muddled, okay? Generally, excitotoxin use. For those that are here, please go, as you go out, pick those up. Hypoglycemia is made worse by excitotoxins. In fact, I think a lot of people that are classified hypoglycemic are more of an addict to MSGs. Okay? Getting right down to the cell, cells are unable to make a lot of energy because there's too much sodium in the cell. And the way to get that out is with adding potassium to the body because we exchange two potassium molecules for every three sodium. Here? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I make a fairly big boy. Uh, in, order to get, in order to get here, you'd have to take 40, 45 of those a day. Yeah. That's just too many stinking pills. Now, yes, change your diet. Go for more vegetables and fruits and things like that. Don't cook your fruits and lightly steam your vegetables. Raw is better. Potassium lives better. Now, it was... Uh, it was the end of the 1800s when they separated sodium and potassium. They always thought it was the same thing. It's the end of the 1800s when they separated. They thought it was the same thing. Now they've separated it enough to say, don't eat this one, but eat this one. But if they come together in nature, why shouldn't you have both of them? Okay. The problem we have is they've isolated sodium, and now they produce it in, as table salt. Sea salt's much better. It has a little bit more potassium ratio in it. Okay? Forgot everything? Rats. Yes, they, and then after this, and I didn't finish, I'm sorry. That's why I like to go over it. It was proven conclusively that rats' blood pressure go up when they eat a pound of salt, the equivalent of a pound of salt a day. <laughs> okay? At, in 19... 70, that test was done. In 1977, I'm so grateful that the government decided that we should lower our sodium intake. And they were basing it on this information. So if we lowered it to 85% that they said, we would have to add salt to our diet because this was the information they were using. Preposterous. Okay. I've spent an hour with you. Love to talk to you about other subjects. Watch for what we want. And there's also a place to make suggestions of things you'd like to know. Okay? And then we'll do those. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you.